Hey, yeah, if you have your Bibles, uh, turn with me to Isaiah 44. I'm just gonna, we're just going to keep going with what she, the Spirit of God just had her continue there. Uh, something that I've been reading, uh, I've been reading the book of Isaiah, just kind of been reading through some things, and, and, and I, I loved to just read it and do. But anyways, I've just kind of gone through what the Spirit of God was quickening me. But as I was going through Isaiah 43, 44, 45, 46, there's a ton of times what he, he, Isaiah begins to start declaring. What he declares was, is that there's no God like our God. There's no God like him. So I'm going to jump around. I'm going to read a lot of scriptures here, but I'm going to share with you because what she just talked about for your kids, the, the word of the Lord, hallelujah, is so good. And, uh, you know, in, um, well, praise God, I was going to just, do it here, but we're going to go ahead and uh, look at Isaiah 44, verse 3 says this. It says, for I will pour water upon him that is thirsty. Man, aren't you glad? Hallelujah. And floods upon the dry ground. Glory be to God. And I will pour my spirit upon thy seed. Hallelujah. And my blessing upon your offspring. Amen. Thank God that we can stand, that we can pray, that we can see that God says that our generations are supposed to be blessed under the fourth generation. Amen. But if you'll jump down to verse six with me, he says, thus saith the Lord, the King of Israel and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last and I am besides me, there is no God. Amen. Verse 8 says, is there a God beside me? Yea, there is no God. I know not any. Amen? I mean, when we begin to see, now jump down, if you would, to verse 24. He said, thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, and he that formed thee from your womb. I am the Lord that makes all things. Oh, man, aren't you glad? Glory to God. And that stretches forth the heavens alone, that spreads abroad the earth by myself. Amen? He goes this. He goes, I frustrate the tokens of the liars. Amen. And I make the diviners mad. Hallelujah. And that turn, you know, turns their wise heart and, and men backward and make them knowledge or make their knowledge foolish. Verse 26 says, that confirms the word of his servant and performs the counsel of his messengers that saith to Jerusalem, thou shalt be inhabited and the cities of Judah, you shall be built and I will raise up the decayed places thereof. I don't care if everything looks like it's rotten, look like it's destroyed. God has his hand. Amen. Hallelujah. Now jump down to chapter 45. Hallelujah. I mean, hopefully you wore your shouting clothes and you're not just going to shout for things. We can do this. Hallelujah. Amen. He said this in verse two. He said, I will go before you and I will make all of your crooked places straight. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He says, I will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut in asunder the bars of iron. And I will give you the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches of secret places. And you or thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which call thee by thy name, am the God of Israel. Amen. Verse 5 says, I am the Lord, and here is, hallelujah, you know, and there is none else, there is no God beside me. Amen? Verse 6 says that in the latter part says, I am the Lord, and there is none else. Amen? 
if you go down to verse 11, he says, thus saith the Lord. And this is one that the Spirit of God just really quickened. That's where I went to, but then I just kept backing up. Thus saith the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, hallelujah, and his maker, ask of me things to come concerning my sons and concerning the works of my hands. Command ye me. He said, ask of me. Amen. Ask of me. Concerning my sons and the th- concerning the thing or the work of my hands, command ye me. Amen. Ask of me things to come. Aren't you glad that God's going to bring some surprises? God's not through. God's doing some great things. Sometimes we get weary in well-doing. We stop doing things. We look at all the circumstances around us. See, the problem is, is that many times we get our eyes off the promises of God and we get our eyes on everything else that's going on around us and the circumstances or what we see. Amen? And God wants to show us things to come. What does John chapter 15 or John chapter 16 and verse 13 says? says, how be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come. He's going to guide you into all truth. Amen? He's not going to speak of himself, but he's going to show you things to come. He's going to show you the future. God said, ask of me. How did he? He said, ask of me things to come concerning my sons. That's us, sons and daughters. Amen. Concerning us and also concerning the works of his hands, what God's doing. Command ye me. Amen. Hallelujah. I like what one uh, translation says, and that word says, command ye me, and really it goes on to say, as, as us being partners together, I'm not going to do anything unless I tell you first. You remember when God came down to look at Sodom and Gomorrah, he said, am I going to do something without telling my friend Abraham? Amen. He said, I can't, I'm going to go out because I know Aaron. He's going to become a great nation. I need to tell him what I'm about to do. I've come down to see if, if, the, if the sin is so bad. Hallelujah. And if it is as bad as, as it looks or what I'm hearing and seeing, but I got to tell him first. And aren't you know that the Bible says that we are the seed of Abraham. Amen. That we're the seed of Abraham. That all the promises of God from him, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon us because Jesus was hung on the cross. Amen. When you understand that, you realize God's not going to do anything in the earth without telling you and I first. Now, here's the thing. He's talking to us, but are we listening? Amen. And here's the other thing is God's a perfect gentleman. He won't do anything unless you ask him. He tells us to ask. He said, ask of me concerning things to come and concerning my sons and concerning the works of my hands. Command ye me. Hallelujah. Amen. He's asking us to do this so that we can receive what he has. Amen. If you go down in verse in, in chapter 45, you go all the way down, hallelujah, in, in uh, verse 21 and 22, you know, he basically says, there's nobody like me. There's none like me. There's nobody. What was God trying to get across to the children of Israel? What was he trying to get across to us? Is if we serve a God, there's none like our God. There's no one like Jehovah. There's no one like our God. There's no one like Jesus. Amen. Thank God, 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 hallelujah, for his amazing, amazing, amazing grace, amen? Thank God for what he is doing, what he is desiring for us to do, amen? Hallelujah, and I love it, I love it, he says, I am the Lord God, there's none, there's no one like me. He said, I don't know of any other God like me, I like that. He said, I don't know anybody else like me, but he's the Lord God, and he's your God. He's your father. He gave all the promises of God to you and I. Here's the thing. What are we asking for? What are we looking forward to? 
You know, we stir my God's just been stirring me up. He says, get ready for some supernatural surprises. Get ready for supernatural things in every area of your life. Hallelujah. Because there's no God like our God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is none beside him. And nobody can stand against our God. Amen. Amen. No matter what you're going through, no matter what's happening, no matter what's going on in your life. Hallelujah. God is such an awesome God. Go back to uh, Isaiah 43. Amen. Look what he says in verse two. He says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. So I don't care if you're getting flooded and looks like you're drowning. Hallelujah. He said, I'm going to be with you. Thank God you're going to pass through it. And then he goes, if you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. And when you walk through the fire, hallelujah, thou shall not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon you. Amen. Aren't you glad? Hallelujah. I'm pretty sure that the three Hebrew children in Daniel later on in their life realized, glory be to God. The Isaiah said, hey, if we go through the fire, we're not going to be burned. Hallelujah. It's not even going to hurt us. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, look at verse 5, 6, and 7. He said, fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring your seed from the east and gather it from the west. Hallelujah. I will say to the north, give it up, and the south, keep not back. Bring your sons from afar and your daughters from the ends of the earth. Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory, and I have formed him. Yea, I have made him. Amen? Because there's no God like our God. There's no God like our God. Amen? Hallelujah. There's no God like our God. Now, go to Isaiah 54, if you would, with me. Hallelujah. Amen. This will help you. We're talking about our kids. She had a word from the Lord that said, hey, God's going to take authority of your kids wanting to do so. You guys do realize the number one thing to know when Jesus is coming back is that it's, it's deception and delusion. And we have such a deceived uh, nation now. We have such a deceived, uh, uh, everybody doesn't even know what's going on. What's that? And we've got a lot of delusions. People are delusional. They don't, they don't even know who they are. Okay. And that's, the, that's what the Bible says. That's what we're going to find right before Jesus comes. You're going to find people that are deceived and delusional. And they're not wanting to believe God. They're just going to flat refuse to see it. They flat refuse to see things. But thank God, God can open up their eyes. Amen. Thank God. I don't care what your kids say, no matter what goes on. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, we see these things here, but you know, we always quote Isaiah fifty four seventeen. but we're not going to get there. We're going to go back up all the way up if you would. Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, back up all the way to, um, you know, verse 12, actually such a great, great book. Amen. Hallelujah. He says, and I will make your windows of agates and the gates of carbuncles and all of your borders of pleasant stones. Talking about what's going to take place with Israel and some things. And then look what he says in verse 13. And all of thy children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be the peace of my children. You ought to have that. If you don't have that underlined in your Bible, every parent, every person ought to have that underlined in their Bible. Hallelujah. And all my, thy children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be the peace of my children. Now look at verse 14. In righteousness you shall be established. You sh- thou shalt be far from oppression. Listen, if you're, if you're being oppressed, if you're depressed, you're frustrated, you're just not trusting in God. 
you've lost your faith, you've lost the things that God's called. It's because you got your eyes off of Jesus. You got your eyes onto the storm. You're like Peter walking out when Jesus said, come out on the water. He was good as long as he could look at Jesus. The minute he saw the wind and the waves and everything, he starts to sink. And that's what happens, everybody. You know, when you look at the things, well, I don't understand why it's not happening. You've lost your sight. Anytime you say, I don't know why it hasn't happened yet, you've lost your sight. Because your sight isn't on manifestations. Your sight is on the word of God. It's on what God said. It's that my children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace. Amen. Hallelujah. You see the hand of the Lord. You see what God wants to do. And I love this verse. Because in righteousness you shall be established and you shall be far from oppression. Hallelujah. And you shall not fear. Hallelujah. And from terror. Hallelujah. Amen. For it shall not come near you. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I love that. I love that. I love that. And I also love, as you jump down to verse 27, it says, No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against you in judgment, you shall condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. That means God's going to make you stand. Amen. You just say, no, 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 you acting stupid right now, but that doesn't matter. You're still taught of the Lord. You're still going to do the right thing. God's hands upon you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Now jump over from 55 to verse 11. Chapter 55, verse 11. I'm so glad that Isaiah wanted to preach tonight. He wanted to bring a word to you from the scriptures. Amen. Because sometimes we go through things. We see things. God speaks to us. We get a little excited, but then we get the word of the Lord from it. Amen. And we can defeat the enemy on every side. We can defeat the enemy on every side. No matter what we're going through. Glory to God. Verse 11 says this. Actually, back up to verse 8, 9, and 10. We'll just read it all because it's so good. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Man, aren't you glad God doesn't get depressed like we do? Aren't you glad that God doesn't get downtrodden like we do? He said, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are my ways your ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, and so are my ways higher than your ways. My thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but waters the earth, and it makes it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Amen. Verse 11 says, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I have sent it. God's word's not going to go, go back void. God's word's not going to fail. We can stand on the word of the Lord. Amen? So look at verse 12. Verse 12 says, for you shall go out with joy. You can always tell if you believe in God, you got to check how joyful you are. It doesn't matter what you're going through, what's taking place. Hallelujah. The joy of your salvation and the joy of knowing that God's with you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. He'll always bring you through. It says, you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. Ooh, I love that. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing. And all the trees and the, in the field, hallelujah, they're going to clap their hands. Amen. Glory to God. Instead of the thorn shall come up a fir tree, you know, and instead of, uh, of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree, and it shall be to the Lord for a name and for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. And he's talking about us. Amen. 
Isaiah's going through here and he's just sharing, listen, there's no God like me. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like me. No, I won't. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's how we're going to handle this. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to be with you in the fire. I'm going to be with you in the water. Amen. And he's saying, listen, ask of me. I'll show you things to come. Ask of me concerning my sons and my daughters. Ask of me concerning those things. Ask of me. Amen. And I'll show it to you. Amen. Because you have that same spirit of truth that lives and dwells on the earth. That same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Amen. It quickens you. We have the how be it when he, the spirit of truth, has come. The spirit of truth has come. And he lives and abides in each and every one of us. Amen. See, many times we look at this and we don't just stand up and say, Whoa, let's just take hold of it. Hallelujah. Because we see the end result. We see what God has done, what he's doing, and what he will yet do. Amen? For us. And his word's not going to return. And that's the key thing. It's just taking hold of the word of God. Take hold of it. Take hold of it. These scriptures are in the Bible for us to take hold of. They're not just prophetically about Israel, but they're things that we can take hold of that Isaiah's prophesying about us. Amen? I'm so glad. I love these particular passages of scripture. I love them so much. Hallelujah. Because God says he's going to do it. He's going to take hold of his word and he's going to bring it to pass in our lives. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, thank God he thinks so much bigger than we think. But glory to God, his word that comes and goes forth, it's not going to return to him void. It's going to accomplish in our lives. Aren't you glad that no weapon formed against you? It might be formed, but it's not going to prosper. And he's able to make you stand. He's able to make you stand. So it's time to go out with joy. It really is. They said, well, I don't have nothing to be joyful about. Well, then get saved. (sighs) Truly get born again and you'll have something to be joyful about. Because it doesn't matter, you know. Amen. Hallelujah. I could give you a whole nother, man, go to, go to Joel, go to Joel. We got, we got, if you go to Joel, go to the book of Joel here. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I know you all read your Bible. You know this story, but it's all good. Some says, where's Joel at? You know, it's back there where all those pages are stuck together. Okay. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Joel. <laughs> hallelujah amen glory to God glory to God glory to God hallelujah because the Bible talks about here in, in, in the book of Joel hallelujah oh amen thank you father <laughs> hallelujah amen well, this is the fantastic thing about God talking about this. But I want you to go over to Joel chapter 3. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Noah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not exactly where I want to go, but that'll work. It'll work. Because I was going to go where I know where it says, it doesn't matter if this doesn't happen, that doesn't happen, this doesn't happen. It means everything dies, everything's gone. Everything, and they still jump up and shout and praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There's good things. So 
Um, I thought it was in Joel, but it might not be. Maybe it's another thing. But anyways, here's the thing about it. Joel chapter 3, though, verse 14 says this. He said, multitudes and multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. Multitudes, multitudes. Do you know when you hear something and God speaks, you have a choice to take it. You have a choice whether or not you're going to believe it, receive it, and allow the word to cleanse you and allow the word to turn your captivity. Amen? When you allow God's word to do that, it changes everything around. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen? You know, when you allow that, hallelujah, God begins to do it. He'll begin to change things. But there's so many people in the, that whether or not they want to decide or make a decision, I'm going to believe God instead of believing everything else around me. You have a choice. That's why he said there's multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. Amen? Hallelujah. We see these things here, and that's what he's, Joel's telling to the people. You know, we know that if you back up in the book of Joel, he's talking about that God's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Amen? Hallelujah. That's in Joel chapter 2, verses 28 through 32. You see all that. You see how God's doing his prophecy. And that's why Peter could do on the day of Pentecost that this was prophesied by the prophet Joel. Amen? God's desire is to do that. And you have a choice. Do you know you have a choice to be happy? You have a choice to have joy? Amen? And the key is, is that when you allow joy to rise up on the inside of you, it changes everything. Amen? It changes everything. And you say, I'm going to believe because there's no God like my God. There's no God like my God. No God like my God. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All right, Holy Spirit, we just thank you and praise you. You've orchestrated this tonight. You've done all these things here. So we just look to you. Hallelujah. And we just yield ourselves to you. We honor you. Thank you, Father. Because you wanted to get across to us tonight. Hallelujah. That we have the power and the authority over the enemy. That we have your word that declares there's no God besides you. Hallelujah. And that our kids and our grandkids, hallelujah, they're going to be blessed. They're going to serve God. Our children are taught of the Lord and great is their peace. Hallelujah. And we are established in righteousness and depression is far from us. Oppression is far from us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How can the enemy, how do he can't curse whom God has blessed? And we are blessed. We are blessed. And Father, we are going to ask you concerning things to come, concerning your sons and concerning the work of your hands. You said, command ye me. You told us, you commanded us to ask. So we are asking, Father, things that you want to show us, things to come. Father, we thank you for the spirit of truth. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. How be it when he, the spirit of truth has come. The spirit of truth came on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah. He will guide us into all truth. He will show us things to come. Thank you, Father. Thank you for setting the captives free. Thank you, Father, that we're going to get to see. We're going to get to see the suddenlies. We're going to get to see the divine surprises that you're opening our hearts. Oh, we magnify you. We honor you tonight. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Habakkuk. Is that what it is? That? Is it Habakkuk there? That's good. I knew it was in one of the ones I was thinking. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Habakkuk chapter 3, huh? Yeah. It's, uh, oh, yeah. Verse 17. Here's what I was looking for. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall uh, the fruit be in the vines. And the labor of the olive shall f- fail, and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from thy fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet... I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like hinds feet. He will make me to walk upon the high places to the chief singer and on the stringed instrument. Amen. That means everything's gone bad. Everything has gone bad. And I'm still going to praise the Lord. I'm still going to shout and sing. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Well, let's give one more shout. Amen. Good stuff. I don't know about you, but I got blessed just listening to what's in the Holy Spirit bringing to pass here. Amen. Hallelujah. God is so good. I don't know. I'm glad I came tonight. I'm glad you tuned in to watch. Hopefully you watched the whole time. Hallelujah. And not the only seven minutes that we usually get. Hallelujah. That's okay. But we love all of you. We do. Praise God. Amen. Woo! Let's just shout to God one more time. Hallelujah. Glory. It is done. It is done. Hallelujah. We believe it, Father. We believe that lives have been changed tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Well, glory. We're going we're gonna to worship God with our tithes and offerings this evening. So if you need an envelope right there, they're in the seat pockets in front of you. And uh, if you're giving online like I'm going to do, or not, well, text is how I'm going to do it here. I got scolded. They said I should do it through the church app and everything. I need to do that, but I set it up the other way. So until I set it up the other way, we're going to still do it this way. Hallelujah. (laughs) Amen. Glory to God. So hallelujah. Amen. Aren't you glad? God's so good. He is so good. I just thank God for his amazing grace. Hallelujah to Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. Father, thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, we do thank you. We thank you for the privilege to sow, the privilege to sow our tithes and our offerings and to worship you with our giving. Lord, you're such a great God. You're such a mighty God. You just cause increase to come into Harvest Bible Church, and you just have given us vision to keep reaching forth and doing the things that you've called us to do. So, Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you as each person purposes in their heart to give, so let them give. Lord, we just thank you for it now. We honor you for it, and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. Ushers, go ahead. Let's wait on the people there. Praise the Lord. God is good. Hey, uh, this Saturday is uh, ladies' breakfast. Nine o'clock, you guys need to come. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be a great thing. Amen. Hallelujah. And I think that's really the only thing I have really to announce because we got going into April. We have some things going. Also, I just want to let you know, we're doing the, the Passover meal, Passover here at us. So I'll talk about that a little bit because that's going to come on Sunday. Actually, my wife will explain everything to it. She's, she's the, the Jewish lady in the bunch for us. But anyways, uh, and uh, praise the Lord for that. No, we love the Jews. We love Israel. Hallelujah. And uh, uh, so one of you a blessing there. So anyways, but she's going to be doing the whole, uh, showing it, doing that whole thing. But that night, we're actually also going to have a full-fledged dinner for everybody. 
So uh, we'd like to invite all of you to come. It's going to be on Good Friday, the, the 7th, uh, right before uh, the 9th is Easter. So uh, we'll be giving more information about that. But we're actually going to, it's going to be fun. We're going to set this all up and it's going to be really cool. And you'll be blessed. We did it for the young, young adults. Of course, she made me wear the whole prayer shawl. The whole, I mean, I had to dress up. So I don't know if I'm going to have to do that again or not. Uh, we'll see, right? We'll see whatever she wants to do. She's sweet and nice. But she knows, hey, hey, you know, you've seen, we've dressed up as Roman soldiers, haven't we? We do whatever, whatever she, and even on, on the spot, it's like, right, John, we just, we dress up as dinosaurs. What are we going to do, man? The things we do for love, but we do it because it's all good. It, actually, visual things are really good. No, I appreciate that. I do appreciate that about her. Amen? You know, so I thank God for that. I think I forgot. And thank you for all that came out. We had our business meeting last night. Jim did a wonderful job along that line. And we are believing for good things. And so, you know, my wife scolded me because she said, you keep telling everybody 70 is this big thing. It, well, 70 was just when I was 20. 70 looked like a long ways away. You know that. It looked 50 years seemed to be a long time. But now that I'm real close to 70, it's like 70 is not too far. You know, I don't see retirement in the Bible. So uh, as far as I know, I'm never going to retire. Well, you know, we may shift some things, but we're never going to retire. So I'm going to be here as long as the board likes me and you like me. Whenever you don't like me and you don't think I'm doing good, well, then, hey, then I'll be sent out to pasture. But uh, until then, we're going to keep going, you know, till, till God. Plus, I have a nice one wonderful young wife that is going to keep me going forward. So it's good. It's a blessing. So, so I'm letting this out there public since I publicly but that's like I said, that was just, I thought 50 years was a pretty good number, but obviously I can go farther and longer in that. So it's good. Amen. And we've got a lot of vision to do. So we, we got a lot of things to do. We've got a lot of people to reach and we're believing God. Hallelujah. You know, if Jesus doesn't come back, I'm kind of hoping he does, but if he doesn't come back, I'm going to still be around, still going to be preaching the gospel. We're going to still be going forward. Amen? That's our goal. Let's all stand up. I love you. God loves you, man. Thank God for tonight. It was a blessing. Thank you all for being here. You're dismissed. All of you there, we'll see you on Sunday.